Hello and welcome back to Free Your Compass. Uh, I've been away for a little bit, uh, holidays as well as just trying to get my head together and uh, thought about time I actually came back and continued on with my uh, YouTube and podcast. Uh, today I'd like to talk about motivation. Uh, given I've been away for a couple of weeks, I think this is an appropriate topic. Um, it wasn't only the motivation that kept me away, but it definitely played a part. So the question is really, what is motivation? Why is it so hard to stay motivated? Um, how is this affected by things like anxiety and depression? If you're in a position at the moment, uh, like many of us are, and to a very large degree I myself am, how do you motivate yourself to actually continue you know, moving forward while not seeing any significant results to sort of keep you going in that direction? If you do were to listen to the majority of your self-help, motivational speakers, and so forth, the main thing that they'll say is things along the lines of find your why, find your purpose, uh, you know, find that drive within, and all of that weird and wonderful stuff. But the question is, is how on earth do you actually find it? Um, if you're in a state of loss, uh, feeling lost, are you currently depressed, not seeing a point, in a quandary, just wondering what on earth it is you're meant to do and why on earth, what's the point in actually doing anything? How do you take yourself from that low level and actually move forward? How do you take yourself from that point of essential non-movement and actually start the movement so that you can gain a degree of momentum so that then you can actually see a result so that you can actually get some reason to motivate yourself. Uh, how do you get yourself to this point? You know, they'll, they'll say, be true to yourself, but who am I? Who are you? How do you be true to someone you don't really know? And I know I'm not the only person out there who struggles with this idea of trying to work out who I am. Um, interestingly enough, there's bugger all out there that actually covers any waves that essential self-discovery. Who am I? Search it. Just Google, who am I? And you'll be shocked as to how little there is that's actually helpful on the search for self-discovery that you'll find. I believe that the self-discovery as well as motivation has multiple layers. There's a lot of elements involved and 
I think the motivational industry itself only focuses on one small aspect. That aspect is generally one that is focused on people who have already got a certain degree of drive and focus or purpose uh, behind them. They, or they've got somebody uh, in their life that's pushing them. Um, I know that there was a not too long ago portion of my life where I had somebody like that and I was doing great guns um, in a lot of aspects. But because what I was being pushed towards wasn't really me, I it ultimately collapsed because the motivation was entirely external, realistically. So there's 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 elements to motivation. So you've got internal motivation and external motivation. So in broad brushstrokes, internal motivation is that which drives you. It's not a factor that somebody out there is pushing you. You're pushing yourself. You have a reason behind you that is, or a reason within you rather, that is driving you to do something. And the external motivation, usually and most readily are negative, but quite often will actually be a positive element as well is when somebody else is the driving force, when somebody else is pushing you. Now, this isn't always a bad thing, but it's not sustainable long-term because what's essentially happening there is that you've got somebody, you have someone else pushing. It's like pushing a car. You can only go so far pushing your car if the damn thing won't start. So until you can start the car, it's, it's a very minimal effectiveness. Uh, it's, it's better than no movement at all, but it's not sustainable. This is why that internal motivation is, is such a driving factor. It's such an important thing. It's also why it's so hard to find at times when you're feeling lost or depressed. Anxiety as well plays a very um, negative impact on that. You know, uh, look at people out there, uh, myself included in this one, who aren't lazy. You're not unmotivated, so to speak, when the right thing happens or the right combination of events are occurring, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll work hard, you'll do a lot. But once again, it's another element of how sustainable actually is it, you know. A uh, great example, uh, today, in fact, um, probably not the day you actually wind up seeing this, but this very day, I have spent, what is it now? Ten, last four and a half hours putting together an area of the house and organizing it in a manner for my wife to use as a photo studio. 
I was very motivated to do that. For me, it was a very... How would you put it? It was a very fulfilling uh, task. I, I, I got a lot out of it. It was very important to me. You know, this is something that's exciting my wife. It's something that's very important to her. Uh, it's going to help her in her goals. I get great joy out of seeing her smile and seeing her happy. Her smile to me is literally the most amazing thing in the world. And I would do anything to make her happy. Interestingly though, on the flip side there, when it comes to doing things for myself, I'm not as motivated. I find it a lot harder to pick myself up and actually do something. You know, exercising, eating correctly, things like that. It's, it's very difficult for me. And the, the, the crazy part of this beyond anything else is that I can look at the fact that me exercising and eating correctly and treating myself well would make my wife happy. So you would think that a guy who would literally do anything to make his wife happy would push hard towards those things because, you know, I gives me a better chance of living a longer life, being healthier, happier, spending more time with her, um, and so on. But there's an element of this that is deeply personal to me myself and to treat myself well the primary thought is not the effect that it has on my wife but the effect that it has on me how it affects my wife is entirely secondary or even thirdary to that initial how it affects me element being somebody who is battling with anxiety and depression and a lot of deep personal anger issues and self-loathing and all the other weird and wonderful things. There's an element of looking after myself that goes totally against the grain. You know, I'll, I'll go and you know, doing things like eating a tub of ice cream or, you know, uh, junk food or whatever, just not looking after myself. And it, it has a twofold effect. And I think this twofold effect is quite common, actually. We just don't tend to look at it from both angles. One of the effects of eating poorly is an initial gratification we get this feeling of you know a rush you get the endorphins the beautiful taste the flavors uh, 
It's great. It feels wonderful in the moment. You feel terrible later. But there's also an element there of self-punishment because you know eating badly is actually harming you. And there's a part of you that wants to hurt yourself because you feel you deserve it. And this is one of the reasons why it's difficult to motivate yourself to do things because there's a part of you that doesn't believe that you deserve to actually achieve anything. There's a piece of you deep down that doesn't really like you. That is a topic that is probably going to take a huge amount of discussion and thought and a very large number of videos. But think about the fact that how easy it is to do something for someone else versus how difficult it is to do something beneficial for yourself. Actually beneficial for yourself. Very easy to do things like eat junk food, treat yourself to something nice, spend large amounts of money on shoes and clothes and whatever happens to be your thing. These things are easy, but are they good for you? Is it beneficial? Is it helping you get ahead? Is it getting you what you want? Do you even know what you want? This is... This is a tragedy of this age. In fact, it's realistically, to be fair, it's the tragedy for many ages. I don't think it's anything new. The fact that there is so much in the way of resources and our information and our ability to connect is so vast now, we're noticing it more. Challenge for you. Walk up to a mirror. Look at yourself in the eyes and say, I love you. You're worthy. I care about you and I want the best for you. It's a good challenge. Try it. Once you overcome the initial feeling of weirdness about doing it, ask yourself then why it was so damn hard to do it and why it felt so weird. Because realistically, it should be easy. Why, why is there a problem looking at yourself? Why is there a problem telling yourself that you love yourself? Why is there a problem telling yourself that you're worthy. Why, why do so many of us have difficulty with it? And this is all a part of why motivating yourself is so difficult. This uh, 
kind of went off on several tangents, but I believe it's all still related. And hopefully someone gets something out of this. I'm going to continue on topics around this line for a bit. Because for me right now, this is very important. So I'm going to be hashing this out with myself. So I'm going to be sharing it with you guys. And hopefully I'll be able to solve some of my own problems while I'm doing it. And hopefully what I'm saying when you're listening, it'll help you. And as I said before, ultimately in the grand scheme, if you can help just one person, just one, yeah, isn't it worth it? It's definitely worth it. And I think probably for myself, that's probably one of the things that really deep down is part of who I am. I just deeply want to be able to help people. Anyway, that'll be it for today. Thanks very much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.